1: today is tuesday september 20th and we are going to have a high of 14 degrees here in the edmonton area today
2: good morning everybody <clears throat> thank you so much for joining us live uh, we are broadcasting live as we do every morning monday through friday 6 a.m mountain time on the Podbean app just go download that app and you can join in live on the show uh live is so much better right absolutely Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely better Um, because you get to join in on the chat. There's a little um, little chat box where you can um, converse with other real estate investors and also there's a call in button and you can call in and ask any questions you want about real estate investing for free every morning. No excuses. Get your questions answered and then go out and take some action. Do it. Right. I got to I got to deal with this whole clearing my throat thing in the morning. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I guess it's a risk when you do a, when you do a morning show, you're always going to have that, you know what I mean? That little bit of nasal stuff going on first thing in the morning, but, um, it's hard to hide it because the only time I can do it, I can clear my throat is when you're talking, but then they have to listen to me clear my throat while it sucks for you. (laughs) That's what I'm saying.
1: I don't mind. I mean, as long as they don't mind.
2: Yeah, as far as I can tell, it's not too too loud on their end. But I get at the same time, I gotta, I gotta figure something out. I don't know. Does anyone have any remedies? Maybe some essential oils that I can take first thing in the morning, kind of clear that up.
1: Probably lemon water first thing in the morning. Lemon water, yeah. sage, yeah. <laughs> you just sleep with, definitely sleep with. Uh, I'm uh, pissing someone off this
2: morning. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I only make that joke because for the longest time, our house was just, you couldn't open a cabinet door without some essential oil falling out.
1: <laughs> I like my essential oils.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not as crazy as it once was. That's
2: all good. It's all good. Um, ooh, Ken's got the question right out of the gate. Good. Using unlicensed craft for your work.
1: Craft? As in, like a contractor trades, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. It's very medieval. Yeah. Um, that's a very good question. I'd like to get into that one. Um, though I'm not the most experienced, this was this a question that came up in masters uh, or the mentorship group um, recently? Someone asking about using unlicensed. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: well, it was like uh, WCB versus. Um,
2: Insurance. Insurance
1: and yeah. what are the differences and what does it matter to you?
2: Oh, okay, okay. He says Ken says trades. We call them craft here.
1: <laughs> Is that to make you feel better, like fancy?
2: Okay, all right.
1: <laughs> now am I pissing off someone?
2: Oh, definitely. Yeah, the whole the whole Alberta trades as, community. In general. <laughs> No big deal, <laughs> no big deal. Oh my gosh, the numbers are dropping off, everybody is signing <laughs> off, it's got 10 Google reviews. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: uh,
2: awesome. How about a quick word from our sponsors before they pull the plug too? <laughs> <laughs> sure,
1: why not? <laughs> a lot of people ask us, how do I find a good property to buy? Where do I look? What do I do? Lately, the answer has been pretty easy. I just tell them to visit www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers to get on the DCI Properties exclusive buyers list. These guys have new deals coming out every week with a mix of turnkey rental properties, secondary suite conversions, fix and flips, and Burr projects. They give you all the property info, handle all the paperwork, and if it's your first deal, they even have staff to help walk you through the process. We've bought deals from them before ourselves, and the process was super simple. So if you're an investor and are wondering where your next deal is going to come from, don't wait, get on their buyers list today. For Alberta deals, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash Alberta buyers. Or if you're looking for a deal in Ontario, go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers. If
0: you're looking to increase cash flow. would you like to buy more properties without going to the bank? Would you like to raise more capital? If so, Barry Maguire's AFS program is where you need to be. Join us on September 24th in Edmonton, Alberta. Sign up now at Barrymaguire.ca. That's Barrymaguire.ca.
2: And we are back. And I gave you credit, Gabby, because um, you are clearly struggling through this with uh, that little bit of a head cold you got there.
1: I am drowning on the inside. <laughs>
2: It's, um, yeah, I I've talked to quite a few people and they're all kind of getting that, um, end of the season, head cold, yeah. um, sinus thing. Thankfully, I've been, been able to stay away from you too. Um, cause, uh, obviously I want to be fully healthy for the upcoming AFS workshop on mm-hmm. Saturday.
1: Well, I'm hoping I'm just going to bust through <clears> this <throat> this week and be done with it, but well, yeah, Everly yeah, and I will. both I'm woke up. I'm catch
2: it on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm concerned yeah. about.
1: We both woke up Monday morning not feeling our best, so
2: yeah, um, yeah. That AFS workshop's coming up September 24th. You guys are gonna want to be there. Um, just know that um, you know this is uh, tomorrow is your last day to take advantage of that opportunity, that big deal we th- we threw out there. That anyone who joins the Real Estate Investing Masters Mentorship Program before Wednesday or by Wednesday, uh, you're getting into that AFS workshop for free.
1: Yeah. Pretty amazing.
2: Yeah. So so don't miss out on that opportunity. I mean, like here's, here's, here's the thing about opportunities. Here's the thing about, here's the thing about opportunities. (laughs) Um, (laughs) they come and and they they go, go. (laughs) you know, what the thing is though, is that most people, most investors are going to be taking both of these eventually anyways. And that's and that's that's it. That's it. maybe maybe a little bit of a a tough one to swallow, but it, it's my experience that all real estate investors are they're not they're not like stubborn, but they're, they're stubborn. It's the best word you can come up with. Everybody wants to figure it out for themselves first. I was the same way. Literally everyone I know is, is the exact same way. They're like, Oh, no, 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 I'm not gonna pay that kind of money. And no, I'll figure it out myself. It's just, it's just you buy a rental property, you put some tenants in it and you make some money. It's not that big, but how fucking complicated it can be. Oof. No, that's literally everyone. <laughs> right? And then everyone starts like, okay, well, what do do you mean I can't get more mortgages? How do I figure this? No. Okay. Well, uh, these fucking tenants. And then they start getting a little frustrated and then they get stuck on the third property.
1: Yeah.
2: And they start asking other people how they did it. And those people then start saying, well, I took this course and this course taught me how to do this. Okay. I better take that course because that course is the answer that I need in order to get to where I need to go because I'm getting sick and tired of this. So they go in and they take a course. And they try the course out and they get frustrated because it's hard and maybe they do a couple more deals, but they're not quite hitting that level that, you know, they're not quite hitting um, the level to which they want to get to, you know, to, to, to be super successful in real estate because they watch other people and other people are getting it because they're all taking courses and they're getting coaches and mentors. Mm -hmm. They're like, they're stubborn. They're like, "Oh, oh, that's stupid. Why would you do that? And then eventually they do it anyways. Yeah. So. That's Which is fine. If that's your path, I'm not saying that that's exactly how you're talking. But that's what, you know, that's what your conscience, that's what, that's what the little person inside your head is saying. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need it, you don't need it, you don't need it. And then everybody goes and does it anyways. Yeah. So doesn't bother me a bit. Except for when people complain. That's when it bothers me. Yeah. Because the solution is right there in front of you. And the only thing that you're, you know, like, you're just losing time. That's it. Yeah. I'm so going to sit here have, and try and convince We eventually people. came around. <laughs> I'm Realizing
1: maybe you did to help. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm not trying to convince people. I'm trying to make it as easy as possible for people to come to the realization that you're just wasting time. Mm-hmm. Time. That's it. And you don't get any time back. No. So the sooner that, you know, you get to a point where you can start really scaling up, the better. Yeah. Because what I want is I want everyone to be happier sooner and not wait until their 60s, you know what I mean, before they can actually start enjoying things. I want people to have a fulfilling life now. Now. You know what I mean? I want you to do the things that you love. I want you to be around the people that you love. I want you to have, you know, your your definition of success. <laughs> I don't want you working and turning that crank, working on your quote unquote craft for the next 30 years and breaking your back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So do whatever you want, take whatever path you want. But this is me just someone who is ahead of you, who was in the exact same path, who came to the realization. Right? And if you're looking for advice, that's that's the advice. And I will do whatever we will do whatever we can to make it as Irresistible as possible, so that makes that decision easier. Whether that be for you, or whether that be for you know to explain to your partner, we're going to do whatever we can to make it as affordable as possible and jam packed with value to make sure that it's a one stop shop, so that you don't. Here's another thing, so that you don't have to take another course. And that's another shitty thing about this industry, is that you know you take one course and you tell your oh honey, honey, we're going to take this course, and it's I swear to God, it's the last course we're going to take. And then it doesn't answer your fucking problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then you have to go and crawl back to honey and tell him or her, okay, well, I'm now going to take this one. Well, wait a second. This one's twice as much as the last one. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you're, you're trying it out and it doesn't really work. And, and then so either two, one of two things can happen. Either you're going to go to the third course, or you're going to hire that $40,000 core uh, coach or program or you're going to be so ashamed of yourself and so ashamed to go and face your partner about it or your spouse that you actually just quit. And that happens a lot too. Yeah, I could name 10 people right now. I could shame them. These are people that I I fully expected to be extremely successful, mm-hmm. but they ended up quitting because it was easier to quit than to face their partners. And tell them that they needed to take another course or they needed more help or that they made a mistake and that's just as fucking sad right Mm
1: -hmm.
2: it's not always necessarily the shame of you know to their parents sorry to their to their uh to their partner sometimes it's their parents sometimes it's their friends sometimes it's the community sometimes people would just come in here and they're just like so gung-ho and full of piss and vinegar and they refused it. And like, oh, I could figure it out myself. And then they don't. And because they're so embarrassed, they just quit. I don't know. It's, uh, it's a little frustrating on my end, as you can tell. You just tell my tone that like, I, I legitimately want to see people succeed. Mm-hmm. So I study people. <laughs> I go way above and beyond what I need to do what, what we advertise that we'll do. And also, you know, what I have time to do, like, look at this morning show. Like we do an hour every single morning, completely full of, you know, sore throats and, 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 you know, sinuses are all clogged. (laughs) We're still here every morning. You know, I'll, I'll go out of town and I'm in a hotel. I'm still doing the show every morning. I go on vacation. I'm still doing the va- the show every morning because I'm trying to like just do whatever I can possibly do in order to give people what they need in order to take action. I really do care.
1: Yeah.
2: I really do care. Um, I did a post yesterday. A lot of you saw it. A lot of you cowered and didn't say anything because I know a lot of you were, or part of that post, but what the post was about was our meetup on Sunday, and this is exactly what I'm talking about. <clears throat> we're at our meetup, and with a lot of familiar faces. So, like, please don't take offense to this, okay? But we're in a group. We're getting towards the end of our little, you know, presentation talking about the flip and the project, and I asked everybody um, who's flipped a house before, and one person put their hand up. And then I said, who wants to flip houses? Instantly, everybody's hand went up. And then I asked, what's stopping you from flipping right now? I swear to God, it was crickets in that room. Crickets. I I, mean, there was there was one little joke that was made by Wilson and Wilson, I know you're here and I know that you're gonna you know, I knew he cracked that joke. But otherwise, a very serious topic that I brought up, and I gave everybody an opportunity to speak up. No one spoke up. They were too ashamed. They were too shy. When that was an opportunity right there, like I, I, I would have answered.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Hey, I don't have enough money. I would have instantly went around the room and said, Who's got money who wants to, to partner up with this person? Mm-hmm. Bam. Could have been a joint venture deal right there. Hell, I might have said what I might have asked them, okay, if you don't have money and you want to flip, what do you have to offer? What can you bring to a deal that would make you valuable? And there might have been someone in that room that could have taken value from that resource Mm -hmm. or that skill set or that knowledge. Hell, I might have even said, oh shit, I didn't know you could do that. Let's partner up. I might have partnered up. Who knows? But You never spoke up. Or at the very least, you could have come to the realization that shit, I want to flip, but I have absolutely nothing to offer. Now do I sit here and cry about it or do I fucking go and do something about it? If I don't have anything to offer for something that I want that badly, I saw how fast your hands went up. It was fucking fast. then you need to go out and figure out what can I offer? What will I offer in order to make myself valuable? Otherwise, yeah, go sit in the corner and cry. But I mean, like, how long are you going to sit in the corner and cry before you finally stand up and do something about it? How many more meetups are you going to come to? Hoping that something's going to change, hoping that someone is like, like some lottery tickets going to go and walk up to you and say, Hey, I've got lots of money. Can I give it to you? Even though you're worthless, worthless might not be the best word, but as far as value and worth to a deal, you have no value and worth to a deal. So therefore, by definition, you are worthless to a deal. Do you think that someone's just gonna come up randomly and just be like, and just hand it to you? No, you gotta do something about it. Mm-hmm. At the very least, when I ask a question, you need to be vulnerable and open and 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 get your name heard. Had you been the one person that talked at that meetup, you would have been the one person that that could have created an opportunity as opposed to all the other people who sat there and didn't. Mm -hmm. That was an opportunity. That was an opportunity that came. And left. And left. Gone. I created an opportunity for you guys. You just didn't notice it. So Gabby, we can fuck upcoming events. I'm I'm on a roll right now. What things could people possibly do to increase their worth, to, to create more opportunities for themselves in situations like this.
1: I don't know where you're going with this. I don't know what you want from me.
2: (laughs) Maybe they take a course. Education. Education. At the very least, if you can't afford A $1,000 course? Could you not maybe go read a few books, get them from the library? Right? Could you not beg another fix and flipper to spend half an hour with you and answer your questions? Oh, that would be hard, eh? That would be really hard to find a fix and flipper and beg them to go and sit down with you for lunch if you had nothing to add right Mm -hmm. if you had nothing to add to that lunch and all you all you were taking was just someone's time i can guarantee that that would be very difficult to get your questions answered yeah what's another way to get your questions answered
1: call in to the show
2: call into the show there's a free resource right here that we put for you every morning that you can call in and get your questions answered. But you got the you got the information now, you got the education, but nobody knows that you have the education because you didn't put your hand up on Sunday. So how do you go about informing people, getting the message out that you know what it is that you're talking about and that you are an educated fix and flipper? Or at the very least, you are educated in fix and flipping. How do you go about telling people without telling people? Social media. Exactly. Document. If you post it every day about fix and flips, like Cody Kelly does,
0: Mm -hmm. right?
1: He's doing awesome. Awesome
2: very consistent. If you post every day, like Cody Kelly does, people are gonna start following Cody and liking and commenting and stuff. And then suddenly, you know, maybe someone within our community takes notice, Mm -hmm. says, Hey, man, I've been really thinking about, you know, doing fix and flips, do you mind if I take you out for lunch? Now, the fix and, the successful fix and flipper who's you know got lots of fix and flips on the go and is very busy and has success, you know a very you know great business. They don't necessarily have the time, but you might have the time to go and have that conversation with that person,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? Because what are you trying to do? You're trying to find partners to give you the resources that you need that you lack.
1: Yeah.
2: So what you do is you become the expert, and people will start naturally being attracted to you and asking you to take you out for coffee and creating opportunities with you. What's another thing that can happen? Another thing that can happen is maybe Aunt Ruth finally takes notice. Next time you see her, you go and pay her a visit, Aunt Ruth says, oh my gosh, are you doing fix and flips now? I saw you posting about all that stuff. How's that all work? I always wanted to get into fix and flips, but you know, your uncle, and he was never good with a hammer and then maybe you can help her fulfill her dream of doing a fix and flip. Maybe she pulls some equity out of her house. See what I'm getting at? Yeah. If you don't have anything and, you're, and, and you are quote unquote worthless, then create some worth. Add some value to who you are. This isn't rocket science. I talk about this stuff every morning. But I want you guys to actually this is this is free coaching. This is this is fucking free coaching, You're getting free coaching and free answers to your questions every morning, guys. Yeah. If you think that you're going to join some program and there's going to be some magic system, no, this is it. This is it right here. This is I don't know, maybe that's maybe that's a little. Um, maybe that's not what you want to hear. Maybe you think that there's some three step formula. No, there's doing and there's not doing. There's action and, and inaction. That's it. If you follow along to what we talk about every morning, you will be successful. If you, But if you sit there in the back of the room and refuse to put your hand up, you won't be. You won't be, guys.
1: Right? Yeah.
2: We got a caller calling in here.
0: Morning.
2: Good morning, sir. How are you? Hello Carlos.
1: How are you? Doing good. Good. You know what? Regardless, I'm fantastic as well.
0: (laughs) So uh, I just there's something that when it comes to the mentality of flippers that actually helped me out a lot in the beginning. Um, so the money's everywhere. Money's easy. Money's the easy part because all the money is looking for the next big flipper to come along so they want to get it on the ground level and they want to be with a guy who they think is going to shoot to the top. So if you throw yourself out there, literally all you have to do like like Wayne was talking about you post about what you're learning on Facebook, you talk with people, you, just, you start getting a mentality if you're just a flipper and you start looking for the deals it doesn't take much for people to have confidence in you. It really doesn't like it, and it can happen really, really quickly, but nobody's going to trust the guy who's just popped out of the woodwork. Uh, and he's like, Hey, I, I got a fix a flip deal. And it's got all this money. Uh, I need all this money for it. And they've never heard of you before. It's going to take a little while to, to build trust. So even though you might not have a deal now, start talking, hop on this podcast, go post on Facebook, just do stuff to get yourself started uh, with building a brand. Cause that's really what it is. Yeah. And it doesn't take much. I'm, I'm like, guys, I'll tell you a secret. I have this brand of being an Airbnb guy and it happened by accident. I never asked for money. I never did anything, but everyone knows me as an Airbnb guy. And I got like people messaging me asking me Airbnb questions. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't ask for this all I did was just tell people about what I was doing Mm -hmm. and the same thing with flippers
1: yeah absolutely people don't know what you don't tell them how would they
0: exactly (laughs) and it it doesn't take long this is a small community you're not like trying to convince some Wall Street company to give you money it's it's regular people Mm
1: -hmm. absolutely I hope that helps. Awesome! Thanks for calling in, Carlos.
0: Yay! Bye bye.
1: Bye bye. <laughs> Wayne, I had. What do we have another caller?
2: Bringing the volume down. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm. He brought it up, and that was my point. Was that? Hey, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Carlos is known as the Airbnb guy. <laughs> that's literally that's what he put that out there. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I remember the first time that I met Carlos. Um I was gonna make a joke, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember the first time I, I met Carlos, and it was quite clear and evident from the moment that I met him that he was an Airbnb guy. He was a short term rental guy. I learned that from m- meeting him. I can't remember if someone said it about him or he said it, but it was it was established early on that he was the short term rental guy. And it didn't take very much, it just I knew that's what he did and that's what he was an expert in. And so anytime anyone ever asked me about short term rentals, I automatically. Pass them to Carlos. Hey, this is your guy and he's really nice, right? And that's another thing, too. If he was a dick, I probably wouldn't because I wouldn't send someone to him Mm -hmm. (laughs) if he would be a dick about it. But he's just he's he has a very welcoming, um, open, you know, um, personality that I know that if I send people to him, he will answer their questions right? And he will make them won't make them feel like an idiot. Right? So there's, that's a great quality to have. Um, and then as well, just you know, I know that they're going to get the answers that they need. So automatic his brand, because of his character and his personality, the brand that he's created, not the brand of being known as the short term rental guy, but being the brand is the just the the welcoming loving guy that's always willing to help. That is that's his true brand. Mm-hmm. Right? People are always going to send people to him, and his brand of uh, uh, being that person is just going to exponentially grow. It's always growing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. So, you're going to say something. Oh, gosh. You lost it.
1: Oh, um, <clears throat> I was going to say that I had a conversation with um, somebody who they hold a pretty important position in their, um, as their career. And what they were finding is with all of the social media, um, posting that they were doing, they were having people saying like, they'd run into somebody that maybe they hadn't seen for a while and say like, Oh, you're still here. I thought that you, uh, were like a a realtor or something now because all they like all that they saw online was just posting about like real estate. And so this person was like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. But to me, I'm like, congratulations, people are seeing what you're posting. And if they think you're a realtor, that's a common misconception about real estate investors. But also, that's an opportunity to um, maybe tweak what you're posting, um, be more direct about what it is that you're doing, Mm -hmm. those types of things. But they took it as a negative instead of realizing the point that people are seeing that you are in real estate and you are doing things and that they even thought that you no longer worked there Mm -hmm. because you were seemingly doing so much in real estate. So to me, it was an absolute win where they were seeing it as a negative that somebody thought they were a realtor and that they weren't working for their job anymore. Yeah. And so it's like a little mind shift. um, mindset shift of like, of what can come out of that. And the second part of that was they're saying like, Well, you know, the people, you know, the people in my career, like, it's not like they're sitting on a whole bunch of money. So they're not even my target people,
2: right?
1: Like, but who do they know, if they know, and see you as the real estate investor that's doing these things in real estate, and that there's these opportunities, because you tell them there's opportunities, who do they know? Who do they say? Oh, yeah, I was actually just talking to someone so who wanted to get into this, can I connect you? Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like, we have to stop thinking small about what social media can do for us and about our branding, and see the bigger picture. And that is just that it is a way to expose yourself to gain exposure to be seen yeah. to be heard, to have people talk about you and mm-hmm. refer you like it's far beyond reaching your cousin. Yeah, or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so
0: it, it
2: naturally, whenever we, we start having discussions about why people aren't being why people aren't successful and why they're not reaching their goals. It's almost like every single time we automatically come back to posting on social media. Um, it's it. And, and that's not on purpose. That's just because it's the answer. Um, and I wish, I wish I've, I've tried to not, I've tried to stay on topic, um, and, and not go back to the social media thing, but it just, it just happens. And that's because it's the easiest, freest way to do it because the alternative is, um, you know, going to every single networking event and going out and having coffee with every single person and quote unquote, convincing them of who you are. That's what you're trying to change right now, right? When you are worthless, and this is going to be my new term, by the way, I, and, and some people are going to be offended by the term worthless because you are worth something. But in regards to a deal, bringing something to a real estate, try, yeah, you, know, when deal, you have nothing to bring. You are fucking yeah. worthless. And and I, I think that, you know, maybe you should write it on a piece of paper and carry it around. <laughs> Again, I'm not a therapist, guys.
1: Yeah, definitely not.
2: <laughs> but it's a reminder that you have nothing to bring. And I think that that reminder should be there because you might not have the realization or the rock bottom moment today, tomorrow, or next month. But what I, what I'm trying to create is, is I'm trying to create a rock bottom moment for you again, not great. I don't ever want to see anyone in that, in that, in that position where they realize, fuck, like I've wasted so much time. I can't believe this. I said I was going to do this. I'm never going to die. I never want this to happen again. But in order for someone to make fucking dramatic changes, they need to hit some sort of a bottom.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You need to get punched in the face. That's the problem. You're way too comfortable. Way too comfortable. You got this cushy job, you got this family that loves you. Everything is okay. That's the problem. But you watch people who come from nothing and they will fly past you. Because they came from the bottom, and now they're on top. Here, <laughs> oh, you ruined that one. Sorry, I, that was an underhand, Gabby. <laughs> wow, back to the batting cages, <laughs> right? But the people who live in, who who have normal middle class, lower middle class lives. They don't have enough momentum. They don't have enough thrust behind them to to actually to go and 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 do difficult things, right? You know, I'm watching the comments right now, and um, Chasten says uh, he's coming into Edmonton this mm-hmm. weekend for the agreement for sale course. So anyone want to meet up for coffee and do the uh, and talk real estate? As soon as he wrote it, I knew exactly who was going to message him. I knew, like, there's 34 people on this morning. By the way, those numbers are low. Um, as soon as he wrote it, I'm like, he's having coffee with with Jeremy. Guaranteed, <laughs> I'm going to see a picture of those two on the weekend. But I'm scrolling through, and I don't see anyone else offering to have coffee with Shaston. You don't know. Justin's probably got seven hundred fifty grand, just looking for somebody oh, to give totally it to. Oh, he totally does. Yeah, just looking for someone to give it to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Justin, your inbox is gonna fucking explode today. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was bad when people thought that you were a realtor.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> wait till they <laughs> wait till they think that you got three quarters of a mill. <laughs> Either that or his or other that or his calendar is going to get completely filled up this weekend and he's going to network with lots of people, Mm -hmm. but, (laughs) but legit, you know what I mean? Like I'm looking at this right now, as soon as I saw him post that, I'm like, I know exactly who's going to message him because I know that Jeremy is the kind of guy that will go and meet up with people. Right. Yeah. But I didn't see anyone else. I'm not shitting on you guys here today, and I'm not shitting on you guys, you know at the Sunday meetup either. I'm just shitting on all of you in general. <laughs> <laughs> the day that I, the day that I see the community doing what is necessary to succeed is the day that I'll shut down this morning show that the, the day that i say hey guys the morning show's done you'll know that like i i can say as a whole this real estate investing community is doing everything they can to succeed and reach their goals cuz i will not be needed anymore the show will not be needed anymore but until that day i'll keep waking up early every morning and just keep shitting on you guys until, <laughs> until cuz you know what and, and and a lot of people would see that as competition jeremy's like what the fuck Wayne like now everybody's going to be wanting to have coffee with them i, I want to have coffee with them but you know what it I'm just kidding Jeremy, but a lot of people live in that that scarcity mindset they're like, oh no I, oh, I don't want oh, there's too many people if everybody's succeeding then that means that there's no room for me to succeed no you have no fucking idea how many opportunities are out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You have no idea there is such an abundance of opportunities. Carlo said it there is money everywhere yeah everywhere I, I could get money right now very easily. I've proven it time and time again. It's very easy to do if you if you need it. I don't need it. When I do need it, I get it. Right? Yeah. There is a, a ridiculous abundance of opportunities for all of us. And what I want is I want to see everybody get those opportunities and take advantage of them and live a great life. It has nothing to do with money. What I want is I want everyone to be fulfilled. It's my mission. It's my mission. It's, I, I, you remember Gabby, when, when we first started coaching, uh, long, long before the concept of masters would came up, I said that I would never fucking coach.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I refused to coach. People asked me to coach them. I said, no, I'm not going to fucking coach because I looked at every other fucking coach. I'm, I'm cursing now because you can tell I'm passionate. I looked at every other coach and I said, it's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. They charge $20,000 a year or $20,000 for nine months for one call, one one one-hour call every month. They're charging like anywhere from $1,500 to $2,000 an hour for one call, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work just to chit-chat with someone to get motivated off of their successes. No, it doesn't work. So I refuse to do it. Fuck, trust me, I'd love to make $1,500 an hour if people are willing to pay me. But no, I'm not fucking doing it. So, and then, rather than just saying I'm not going to do it, I ask myself, what would I be? Will, what would I need in order to do it? If there's a de- enough of a demand here, one for a business. I mean, I'm I'm an entrepreneur. If someone wants to pay me money, I you know I, I got to figure out if I'm not willing to do it, then what would make me willing to do it in order to be a successful business? I'm not going to lie to you. You guys know me. Two. What would I need to do it in order for me to feel good about it? Because I don't want to be a big bag of shit taking advantage of people. And I figured it out. I reverse engineered it in order for for me to be in order for coaching to work or mentorship to work. This is the, the series of things that would need to happen. And I laid it out. I drew it out. And part of that drawing was this morning show. Part of that was if I'm willing to charge people for it, then I should also offer a free option. It was all planned. I'm letting, I'm, 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 am giving you guys like a little look inside my head, to, to, to see how I think. I am an open book. You can ask me any questions. Anyone who's in the master's mentorship program, you know this. I don't sit, you know, on some stage and some pedestal like I'm better than everybody else. I'm in literally in the seats next to you. We are all the same. We all, we, all of our shit smells. And all of us were at jobs, you know, at some point, and all of us had good grades and bad grades, it doesn't really matter. We are all the same. No one is better than you. So i like to sit right with you. And I'd rather help you work through it, than try and be someone better than you. Mm -hmm. Right? That's, that's essentially how I figured it out, how we, how we built the master's program. I mean, eventually like I knew that that's what it was going to build to at some point and it was a progression of Mm -hmm. things. But I, I had to ask myself, what, 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 what would need to happen in order for this to make sense for me to feel like a good person and not feel like I'm taking advantage of people. And then also, you know, um, for me to justify charging people and part of that was having a free option, which is this morning show which is, you know, live training, which by the way, is coming back. I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, we designed this specifically for people to succeed and not as some 20,000, $40,000 program that just, you know, doesn't really, they just want to take your money and they, here's the education, figure it out. And some of it, that looks like they're willing to help. And I think that they are in a sense. I don't think that all of them are just scumbags just trying to pass off information as as coaching, but their pro- the program doesn't work, and that's why I never like coaching. But I can confidently say now, since that we've you know we've scaled this business up, you know this this mentorship program, this masters. I don't think there's one person in our masters program that isn't getting value that isn't on the path that they expected to be on. Yeah. And that's a challenge, by the way. If any of you guys in masters are not getting the value, you reach out to reach me. Out, you you yeah. fucking know it because I call all of you. If if I, it, for those of you guys that get random phone calls while I'm driving, that's just because I'm worried. I'm worried that I'm that piece of shit that everybody else is, that every other coaching program is. I'm, I'm legit concerned. I'm like, are you getting what you want? I know that you've been a little quiet lately. Are you on the right path? Is there anything else I can do? Because I'll go above and beyond. Because I do not want to become that program. I do not want to, like, I hear so many stories of other programs that, like, people say, yeah, I paid that money. But, like, I don't know. I just, I didn't really get the value. This seems like they were more focused on other people. And I don't know. They said it was going to be this, but it wasn't this. I do not want that whatsoever. I am so dedicated to making sure that that does not happen. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll shut that fucking thing right down.
1: Yeah. One thing to add to that, though, is that there are people who spend money just to be in a program and not because they want to take advantage. You know
2: that I don't let them in. I will talk them out of it. (laughs) (laughs) I won't. Well, because once you got it,
1: once you're in, you got to do the work. Otherwise you won't get the value. Yeah. You can't just, just be there and, and expect to have somebody else do the work for you.
2: Yeah. takes a lot of work. Yeah. It's mentor. Mentorship is, is yeah. It does not mean that someone's gonna hand you exactly what you need. It's my belief that if you're willing to put in the work, then I will give you every fucking resource you need. Right? Yeah. We have one mentee that, you know, helped him raise like $300,000 in like a few days. Yeah. If if one of our mentees is having trouble finding a deal, I, I will ask first, have you done everything that you can in order to find a deal? Yes? Okay, cool. Here you go. Here's a deal. If you can't figure it out, then I'll hand it to you. You know what I mean? But I'm not gonna hand it to you out of the gate.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But this was this all kind of stemmed back from last Sunday. And when I asked a question and I and I and I opened myself up to, I opened everyone up to my resources, which is my information, which is the people that I know, which is the connections that I have. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and no one jumped on it. And I'm not making a direct correlation from that to the master's mentorship program. No, there's, I've made it abundantly clear that there are free resources. But you got to take advantage of the free resources at the very least. You know what I mean? You got to do something. Otherwise, sleep in. Fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want anyone here. I don't want anyone waking up and doing something they don't want to do if they're not going to. You know what I mean? Sleep in. Go play baseball. You know what I mean? Don't 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 try and fool yourself into thinking that you're going to do something if you're not going to do it. Yeah. Right? Enjoy your life. Spend more time with your kids. No more webinars. But if you are the type of person that really does want it that badly, then and you're willing to not sacrifice, but dedicate yourself to, you know, taking those webinars as opposed to spending time with your family, then you better fucking go all in. Right? Yeah. Got on one of those Tuesday rants. <laughs> But the only reason it came up was because I, because I asked on Sunday, and it bothered me. It bothered me. I left as soon as it happened. I was, I was very distracted for the rest of the, the meetup. I'm like, oh God. You know, that tells me that I'm doing something wrong. That's, that's the way I feel like I'm doing something wrong, right? Because when I go back to that thought of I would never be a fucking coach in my mind, I say, okay, what would I will, what am I willing, what would I have to do, what would have to happen in order for me to be a coach, in order for me to help people. And I laid it all out in a huge blueprint. And part of that was doing monthly meetups. And when I go to monthly meetups and I ask people, okay, why aren't you doing it? And nobody puts their hands up. That almost feels like a failure to me, at the very least like a failure to my blueprint. So as an entrepreneur, I see a problem, I wanna find a solution. So the whole time while I'm talking to everybody for the rest of the thing, I'm trying to, okay, what do I need to do differently now? What's wrong, where's the disconnect? Why aren't people moving, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not. Now, of course, I understand therapist is coming in saying, Wayne, you're not responsible for everyone's success. (laughs) Yes, thank you, doctor. But I want to be right. I'm also not responsible for people on the other side of the world, but doesn't mean you shouldn't care. Yeah. Right. See Carlos talking about coaching deal. Twelve calls, four meetups for twenty k. I know what he's talking about. Ken, um, I scrolled very quickly. I didn't see any other questions, but uh, I'm going to answer Ken's question because he asked a question. And I, I, this is the whole thing. It's not about uh, me. I you know. I was trying <laughs> to motivate people to ask questions, and now I'm not reading them. So I will answer Ken's question now. What is uh, the best? What is the best way to approach others on a deal? Do you have a template and plug-in picks and details for a professional touch on a project and then have that file or hard copy to share with potential JV partners? Perhaps those people in the room are unsure how to approach others. Before you can approach anyone, can you pick up that shirt that fell on the ground? <laughs> Sorry, my laundry fell. I was sitting on the dirty ground. <laughs> since you're over there blowing your nose anyways, (laughs) thank you. Um, Before you approach anyone, you need to establish trust. You need to build a relationship. And this goes for just about any approach in real estate or in life. You know what I mean? even in sales, this is sales, right? So unless someone comes into your store and says, I absolutely need this wrench, this specific wrench, no other wrench. You know, if that were the case, you would just say, here's the wrench right here. And here's how much it costs, and they would buy it. But if they're coming into the store, trying to think about, hey, I'm trying to build my toolbox. And um, I don't really know what I need. Right. And I think I might, I I might want to, you know, become, you know, someone Um, with a craft or tradesperson, but I just, I don't really quite know yet. And you're trying to sell them tools, tools that they might like, that they could like, but they don't really quite know it yet. Well, first thing you need to do is you need to become the the type of person that they would listen to in the first place. I know this is a horrible example, but you can't just go up to someone dry and say, hey, I've got this deal. You know, you bring this much money and the financing and uh, I'm going to take care of everything. Don't worry about it. We're going to split the profits 50-50. I think it'll work because who the fuck are you, right? This is kind of why we led, this is why we always gravitate towards social media, right? Because the question is, who the fuck are you always comes up and you're like, I'm the real estate investor. Yeah, but nobody knows. So in order to make sure that as many people know that you are a real estate investor as possible, you need to put stuff out there subliminally that tells people that. The example that Gab- Gabby gave, that someone assumed that that person was a realtor. That's great. I don't give a shit. They can think that I'm am I'm a a a contractor as long as they believe that I'm in real estate
0: mm-hmm.
2: and that they believe that, wow, this person's doing so much that they must have quit their job. There's no way they have time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's good. That's the message you're trying to get out there you are trying to establish yourself as something that other people don't believe that you are. You are trying to rewrite your resume. You're trying to rewrite the first impression that every person ever got, ever got when they met you. And you're trying to do it at scale. So you need to establish that trust first. And the best way to do that is to establish a brand and a brand means being known as someone for something and you want to be known, you want to have your brand specifically for what you want people to believe that you are there. meaning uh, a real estate investor. So once you've established that and you you have trust with that person and they know that you, you know, if if you go up to them and you uh, and you tell them about this opportunity, they need to already know that you are the guy or the girl. Yeah. Right? You're the girl. There's no there's no dispute about whether you are competent or not, right? And then you can tell them whatever you want. You can have a slideshow presentation if you'd like if that's your style. I think it you know when it comes to that, I needed to I needed to preface all this by saying that you need to be established first because it does you can have a slideshow presentation. you can have um, a webinar, you could have um, a conversation over coffee. All that's fine. But if they don't trust you, they will never fucking do the deal. They will come up with every possible reason why not to do the deal. Doesn't matter. You could say, hey, bring $5 and I'll make you 5 million. That's a great example, actually. If you walked up to someone at a gas station right now this morning. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Uh, uh, good. Yeah, I'm just pumping my gas. Hey man, you give me five bucks right now, I'm gonna give you five million dollars. I got this amazing real estate deal. Would they give you five dollars? Uh uh, yeah, no. no, 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 never mind. Definitely no, I'm not. not, no, I'm not interested. What do you mean, man? I'm telling you right now, five dollars, and I'll give you five million, like, and you'll make five million bucks. No, 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 no. I'm just no, no scam. thanks. No thanks. It's too good to be true. He's not gonna say that out loud, but that's what they're thinking. No, that's a, that must be a scam. Must be a scam. Even though you have the most perfect deal in front of them. Same thing could be said. Hey, I know you got some money sitting in a savings account right there. I know you, you know, you're getting less than 1% in that savings account. What if I, you know, use that money? I secured it to equity that I have in a property. So it'd be in the form of a second mortgage. So it's secured, secured. And I'll give you 15% yearly interest. Uh, I, uh, No, no, I'm good. What do you mean? It's literally sitting in your account right now doing nothing. You know, making less than 1% inflation is fucking way above 1% right now. You're actually losing money, leaving that money in the bank account. What if I just wore it for three months? What I'm going to do is I'm going to secure it to the equity that I have in this property in the form of a second mortgage. So it's secured. In the event that I don't pay you back, you would foreclose on me on that property and you would get that money back through the sale of the property that I've attached it to so it's secured money it is like the lowest risk and you're going to get 15% return uh, uh uh no no thanks not interested what don't you understand buddy like this isn't ama- like this is this is this is very comparable to $5 for $5 million but people won't do it because they don't trust you but if I went up to someone and I said five bucks for five million, I think I have a significantly better chance than you do.
1: One hundred percent. Why is that? Because you built a brand. Because like everybody know fucking knows doing. me. Yeah.
2: I am. I. Everybody like I meet some people, and they know more about me than some of my friends do. Because I know I'm an open book. Everybody like it's just, it's Wayne. Mm-hmm. It's Wayne and Gab. Right. I have so many people sliding into my DMs, asking if they can partner with me. I never asked. I've actually said publicly, I don't joint venture with people. I go to meetups in Calgary and four people, the last Calgary meetup asked if they can partner with me, mm-hmm. they would bring the money. No, I'm sorry. Isn't that a fucking cool thing to have? Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Like I don't want it like, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that I'm not grateful. I'm extremely grateful for that. It's a huge compliment. Right. But I had to establish that trust first. And that doesn't mean that you need to do a podcast and hold meetups and stuff like that. But at the very least, people need to know that you are a real estate investor. Right. And if and if you want to get Mm -hmm. to the point where. The abundance of of opportunities are overwhelming coming to you, then at least at the very least, you know what the what the blueprint is in order to get that. You, You would look at someone above you You know what I mean? Who's ahead of you and be like, okay, in order for me to get those kind of opportunities, I need to look like this. So therefore that's what I need to progress to. Or if you only need $300,000, then figure out what would I need to do in order to get people to trust me to invest $300,000 with me? Or what would I need to do in order to get three people to trust me and invest $100,000 each with me? The exact same thought process that I used earlier, what would it take in order for me to feel comfortable being a coach? and break it down. Reverse engineer it,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? Suddenly, the type of PowerPoint presentation is kind of irrelevant. Yeah, And that's the problem with their coaching programs is because they try and push the fucking PowerPoint presentations and the newsletters down your fucking throat when they don't focus on the tr- what, the, what the real problem is. And that is trust doesn't matter how good your presentation is. If they don't trust you, they will never invest with you.
1: Yeah. They're investing with you. It's, it's not the deal. It's you.
2: And this goes to the same thing as like, you know, negotiating a deal too. Like, like, Hey, how do I get people, convince people to do agreement for sales with me? They need to trust you. You could have the most amazing deal in front of you. Hey, I, you're about to lose $50,000. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come in. I'm going to give you $5,000 today and I'm going to take over your payments and everything else so you don't lose $50,000. So here's your options, Mrs. Seller. Option one is you get foreclosed on, you go bankrupt, you never buy a house ever again because no one will ever give you a mortgage and you have to pay $50,000. Option two, I give you $5,000 today and you don't lose $50,000. Which would you choose? Uh, 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 Well, what happens if you don't make the payments? Oh, I will make the payments, and that's what the contracts are all about, and I'll explain all that to you further down the road. Uh, 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 No, no, I'm not interested. But if she trusted me, then she would. Can you believe that some people, because they don't trust people, are willing to go into bankruptcy and lose $50,000 as opposed to accepting a helping hand? And that's... That's 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 it right there. Same thing, exact same example. You know, for an agreement for sale. Why don't anyone? Why does no one want to do deals with me? I like. I don't understand. I gave them a perfect fucking offer. I made it irresistible. Did they trust you? You gotta establish trust first. That's the answer. That's that's a fifteen hundred dollar joint venture course right there. Again, I'm I'm not even exaggerating. That's that's it. That's the secret sauce. People need to trust you. Now, when you get to the, when you get to the meeting, I will add one thing to answer your question, very long answer question. Sorry, (laughs) but I want to make sure that you get value because if that's something that's holding you up, there's no fucking excuses for that to hold anybody up today. At very least for the rest of the week, this will not be an excuse. If you can establish trust with people, next thing you need to do is you need to find out, you need to do your research on that person because every person is going to be different. Some people like PowerPoint presentations. Some people like, hey, let's just go for coffee and I want to chat it out. I just want to, I'm a, I want to get a piece of paper and I'm a visual person. So let's just write it out. Let's, let's tell me how it's going to work. Or some people are just straight up emotion.
1: Yeah.
2: Some people don't give a shit about the numbers. They just give a shit about how it feels. And you need to do research on that type on every person, every prospect, and you need to cater and, sorry, tailor your presentation specifically towards that person. It's a little time consuming, but it's, it's the work that's required. Every meeting I've ever had with a joint venture partner has been specific to that person. What, and I asked the question, Was it going to take for this person to invest their money with me? What do they need? Who are they? How do they make their decisions? Are they a visual person? Are they a numbers person? Are they, are they an emotions type person? And sometimes that might mean that I need to do a little bit of background work first before I can actually make that ask. Maybe I need to take them out for coffee a few times and just kind of like feel them out. Right. Before they, I actually come in with the, you know, with the right hook. We're at one hour. Going to quickly scroll through the rest of the comments uh leo asked is it a better place to find FISBO properties other than Kijiji and facebook marketplace donna sent a lead sheet recommending to make some phone calls before saturday oh leo's coming out on uh saturday mm-hmm. that's awesome To the afs workshop um so leo's referring to the um the homework that uh donna mcguire sends out the week before um
1: Which is to start having some conversations with
2: With with sellers. sellers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, There's well, there's Kijiji, there's Facebook. And then lastly, there's um, front windows. (laughs) Um, Front windows are like anyone who puts like a for sale by owner sign in the front window. yeah.
1: I, Leo's away working right now, so he's he said he can't been, drive for dollars, but um
2: that's pretty much your options,
1: yeah, I did just toss in the comments here. I didn't think he'd have time to answer that question, but um, also just seeking out um like accidental amateur landlords and asking them if they'd be willing to sell that's if the answer is yes, here. then you can kind of go through the lead sheet that way as well,
2: yeah. Uh, Kyle says, I was working on one of my properties last night, and a guy showed up who recently bought a house down the street. It turns out he's a real estate investor as well. I gave him a tour of my house, and the work I've done, he tried hiring me to work on his property.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. That, that's awesome. Yeah.
2: I mean, he must have trusted you. It doesn't just mean that it has to be social media. It's just in general,
1: mm-hmm. right? Showing people what you do.
2: Well, God, I feel like i can talk about it for another hour, but... <laughs> it's also how you show up. Are you showing up and cowering in the corner? Are you showing up like you fucking own the place? Mm -hmm. You don't, that doesn't mean you have to be cocky. Because I know a lot of people would automatically think, "Well, I don't want to, I don't want to act like I'm something that I'm not. I don't want people to call bullshit on me. That's just your insecurities, by the way. But that doesn't mean that you can't walk in there with confidence. You don't have to pretend like you know everything. But at the very least, you know, you could you can act like someone who's who's willing to figure it out. Wilson, I just realized we raised two million dollars in four months. Two million dollars in four months. Was that four months after you took the real estate investing cabinet retreat?
1: A little bit further down, he said, he? "Not going to lie, this was thanks to Wayne's coaching."
2: Oh man, I had that. See, that was cocky. That, that was, was a was, plug. That was cocky. <laughs> no, that <laughs> wow, that's I didn't realize you raised that much. Holy shit, brother! Yeah, the reason why we slowed down was because I, f- I focused on being on the tools. Imagine if I was raising capital all twelve months of the past year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's fucking possible. Yeah, why do people? Why do people invest with Wilson and Jess?
1: Because he told them what they were doing and what opportunities were available.
2: Fuck me. (laughs) Fuck me. It works. That is that, that was not planted by the way, like legit. Like I'm, I'm so fucking happy for those two. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just reading Wilson's other comment there. Um, you can just tell that like Wilson's just really loving it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's one of the other cool things about you know Wilson and Justin. They did come out to one of our real estate investing cabinet treats, and you know we spent a whole weekend really just like reverse engineering what you want in life. And so the the real estate investing cabinet treat um, evolved into the master's program. It was it was what we wanted. It was almost like our little beta project to of, of how we were going to structure the master's program, but we just did it in a weekend um, retreat. And um, so Wilson listened, and he actually built it and Wilson and Jess established what it was that they wanted most in life. And I, 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 I might be out of line by saying this, but f- from my understanding of what it was that they wanted was each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That was Hundred percent. It. it. Is that fair?
1: They wanted to enjoy life together.
2: Together. That was like their whole vision was just being together. And they've, even though they're on their journey towards, you know, um, the, the the material life that they want to create, they are living it every single day mm-hmm. together. The journey is together. And um, Wilson walks in uh, to the sunroom at our, at our fix and flip meetup on Sunday. And I swear to God, he's tall, but like the fucking smile he had in his face when he walked in, I, I had to ask him, I'm like, dude, you look like you, you just came from a Viagra commercial. <laughs> like the fucking smile he had was unbelievably like, it burned my eyes. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's how happy he was. You could just tell like, th- yeah. they're just happy people. You know what i mean they're in the thick of it the real estate investing journey the grind and yet they're so freaking happy yeah and i'm gonna change that word fulfilled yeah they're living the life they're living the dream the Mm -hmm. actual dream you know what i mean not the not the uh not the cliche thing to say at the water cooler when someone asks you how's the day "Ah, living the dream brother living the dream because it's sarcastic yeah right what if you could what if you could live the dream
1: you can they're proof of it figured out what they wanted and actually did what was required
2: go fucking hang out with wilson and jess if they have the time of course not volunteering (laughs) not volunteering them because they are busy it
1: looks like um you may need to buy them patron if you want any time with them oh you didn't you missed the comment missed the comment okay
2: but legit, like go hang out, like that's the type of people you want to hang out with. Yeah, absolutely. the people who are willing to, you know, do everything in their power to reach their dreams and their goals and to be fulfilled. At the same time, they're also really fucking happy in the process.
1: Yeah,
2: you know what I mean. Go. They're
1: a joy to be around. Yeah, that's for sure.
2: Anyways, okay, cool. It's seven minutes over. We got shit to do. Carlos um,
1: says Chaston and Wilson are going to be busy.
2: One hundred percent. 100%. Um, today's Tuesday, tomorrow's Wednesday. Um, I will see a large majority of you guys in Calgary at our fix and flip meetup in Calgary tomorrow on Wednesday. Uh, tomorrow is also the last day for you guys to take advantage of that opportunity. If you want to join Real Estate Investing Masters and you want to get free access to the agreement for sale course on Saturday for joining, the deadline is tomorrow. Okay, guys? So... If you're on the fence about it, just fucking take the action. Go for it. Do it. Don't do it. I don't know. Whatever. Just don't complain.
1: And have an amazing Tuesday.
0: Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.